Hello, welcome to The Word on the Street, an awesome chance to engage with the Bible for you and your kids. Time to turn your spare time into God's time, and here to help is your host, Anna Ware. There was a child, stranded in the middle of the ocean. Waves were crashing about her, and she was scared. So she prayed to God to save her, hoping to see God at work. A man came along with a small rowboat and offered to help, but she refused to get in, saying, God will save me. She had faith that God was going to come along and save her. A motorboat cruised by, and she turned it down too, putting her trust in God to save her. Finally, a helicopter flew overhead, offering assistance, but she turned it away, saying, God will save me. She actually died, and when she got to heaven, she questioned God, saying, I had faith that you were going to come and save me. Why didn't you? God answered her, I sent two boats and a helicopter. God rescues in all kinds of ways, doesn't he? He doesn't just do the same thing all the time. We are all in need of saving. We all get ourselves into sticky situations sometimes. We all sin. Adam and Eve ate forbidden fruit and they had to leave the Garden of Eden. Cain killed his brother Abel. And he had to leave his hometown too. When Noah was alive, everybody else, the rest of the population, were sinful, didn't follow God, and God made it rain. Everybody drowned in the big flood. God saved Noah by instructing him to build an ark. The people of Babel were sinful too. They were getting cocky and proud, thinking they could live without God and just rely on themselves. They built a huge tower. God actually saved them by splitting them up. He caused them to wake up one morning, all speaking different languages. So they went their different ways. Divided, they had to rely on God again. And Lot, Abraham's nephew, was literally saved by angels from the sinful town that he lived in. He walked away from that town as fire fell from the sky onto the town. Genesis, like most of the other books in the Bible, is full of characters who are sinful, who stuff up, who reject God and who need rescuing. God shows that he can rescue in different ways, that he can choose to rescue or not rescue, and that he is the ultimate rescuer when he sends his son Jesus to deal with the sins of the world once and for all. What do you think? Who do you identify with most from the characters you've learned about in Genesis this term. Answer yes or no to what you think about for these questions. Number one, if you were Adam or Eve and were in the garden for who knows how long, would you have eaten the fruit eventually? Yes or no?
second one. Imagine you had a brother or a sister and they were the favourite in your family and you were the ignored and mistreated one. Would you try to kill them? Yes or no? Third one, imagine you were told by God to build a huge boat and then he gave you all the measurements and instructions. Would you obey God and build the boat? Yes or no? If you were in Babel and a tower was being built so that you could all stay safe and together and look after each other, making sure no one needed to starve or be attacked by wild animals, so you didn't have to rely on God for safety and food, and so that you could all be known as a great city in the world, would you think that building the tower was a good idea? Yes or no? Last question. If you lived in a town full of people who weren't very nice but were about to marry someone from a different town and this person from the different town believed in a different God and they told you that their God was going to rain down fire on your town and you had to evacuate immediately and flee to safety, would you pack up your life and go? Yes or no? Did you confess to maybe thinking you might have made the wrong decision like some of the characters from Genesis did? I'm going to tell you that I did for sure, probably too many times. Because the truth is, we all sin. We all have a sinful nature. We all make mistakes. And we all reject God by doing what he doesn't want us to do. Isaiah chapter 59 verse 2, your sins are the roadblock between you and your God. Our sin stops us from being friends with God. God knows that. God understands. He gets it. He doesn't like it when we sin, but he likes us. He actually loves us and he loves us so much that he sent us Jesus to sort it all out. Ephesians 1 verse 7, Christ Jesus sacrificed his life's blood to set us free, which means our sins are now forgiven. Our sins have been dealt with through Jesus' death on the cross. Today's story. Gary Roshinson was unwell. He had weak bones and he had had a few mini strokes and now he was unable to walk. He got around in a wheelchair. Gary lived on his own with his cat named Tommy. Now Gary was concerned about his health and he was worried about living alone. So he decided to wear a necklace that could send a medical alert to a hospital. And he thought he could try to teach Tommy to dial 911 for an emergency because he lived in America. If Gary had lived in Australia, I'm sure he would have taught the cat to dial triple zero. Gary showed Tommy how to do it, but Tommy never had a turn. Do you think he would know what to do? Well, one day Gary did have a seizure. He fell out of his wheelchair and onto the floor in his bedroom. Gary had forgotten to put on his special necklace 
All he could do was lie there. Gary was stranded. Gary needed saving. Meanwhile, back at the police station, they received a call from Gary's phone. Nobody talked. And then the phone hung up. The police tried calling back, but no one answered. They called again and again, and it didn't get an answer. And so they went around to Gary's house to investigate. When they opened the door to Gary's home, they found Tommy the cat sitting by the phone. When they went into Gary's bedroom, they found Gary lying on the floor, stranded. The only explanation that anyone can think of is that the cat, Tommy, saved Gary that day by making the emergency call. What a cat! Now, we might not have an amazing cat like Tommy, but we do have one who is willing to do anything to rescue us, and I mean anything. He didn't just have to put in a call like Tommy. He didn't just have to send someone to build a boat like Noah. God didn't just send someone to evacuate their home, like in the story of Lot. This amazing rescuer that I'm talking about actually sent his only son to die for our sins. No one else could have done it, and it wasn't easy. Ephesians 1.7, Christ sacrificed his life's blood to set us free, which means our sins are now forgiven. What an ultimate rescuer. Question time. Question number one. Have you ever saved anybody? Who was it and what happened? Question number two. Has anybody ever saved you? Other than Jesus, I mean. Question number three. What does being saved from our sins actually mean? That is the final episode for this term. If you're in New South Wales, we have two-week school holidays. I will be back in the third week with three episodes for you about Jacob. So enjoy the break, catch up on some old episodes, and I will be back on Monday, the 10th of October. Well, we have come to the end of this episode, but it doesn't have to be the end of the conversation. Why not take a moment now to think about what you can take away from today's talk? Oh, and if you want to discover more episodes and resources, head on over to the Word on the Street website. There's a link in the show notes, and you'll also find there a copy of today's passage. Thanks for being part of the Word on the Street. We're really looking forward to you joining us again real soon. You've been listening to the Eternity Podcast Network. EternityPodcasts.com.au